0: Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome, welcome. This is Mark Mascola. I want to welcome you to Powerless to Powerful. This is the number one podcast, number one positive side of addiction podcast. We're sure I'm glad you're here. Whether you are listening to a uh, to a recorded version of this, or if you are taking part, since we're kind of going through this. Uh, This crazy pandemic thing, we've been recording this, we've been doing these live on Tuesday night. So if you're here live, welcome, sure, I'm glad you're here. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever, you know, the other places that we put this, uh, I want to welcome you as well. So today we are going to talk about, I'm going to talk about kind of two different concepts. And they're not different I'm to, they're, they're two different ideas, but I'm going to connect them for you and and you'll uh, you'll get what I'm talking about. So there are three distinct phases of recovery, and it, so I guess if, if I had to, to tell you what the uh, the title of this podcast, I would tell you that the title is sidestep the landmines we're going to talk about four of them Um, but I'm going to talk about four landmines that you uh, that are directly related to the other concept that I was going to talk about the three distinct phases of recovery so you know you're going to say three distinct phases of recovery what's that okay so let me explain that first the first there are three distinct phases of recovery the first phase is the physical abstinence phase I call this the addition by subtraction phase, right? Our lives get better when we remove one main thing, our active addiction from it, right? Addition by subtraction. My life gets better when I get rid of my addiction. That's phase one, the physical abstinence phase. And let me tell you, it's the most important phase because if you don't get phase one right, you're not going to make it to phase two and phase three. So phase one, the physical abstinence phase, I just got to quit doing what I'm doing. Second phase is the rebuilding phase. This is where we start to put our lives back together. We start to rebuild the life that we crumbled because of our addiction. And there there are a couple of huge landmines when moving from phase one to phase two that I'm going to talk about. Phase three is the creation and life's purpose phase. This is where the magic happens. This is where you find a purpose for your recovery and a purpose for your life because of your recovery. It's where you start to have a... You take a picture of what life was like and say, I'm not living like that anymore. But you decide to put together a puzzle called life that you put together a piece at a time for a picture, for a vision that you have about what you deliberately want your life to look like. It's about living with purpose. I call that purposeful living. Begin everything with a purpose. So phase one is the physical abstinence phase. Phase two is the rebuilding phase. Phase three is the creation and life's purpose phase. So landmine number one, and this is basic. I mean, this is, you know, I don't have to do a whole lot of explaining to make sure that you that you understand landmine number one, not remaining physically abstinent from addiction, whatever that is. Powerless over my addiction, my life has become unmanageable. I got to remain physically abstinent. First phase, the physical abstinence phase, landmine number one that you got to sidestep is not remaining physically abstinent. It's a must. Now, I know, uh, you know, there are guys who would probably argue the point that, you know, they've learned how to go back out and do it successfully. I'm not going to take that chance. Um, I am not going to, I'm just not going to take that chance. So, um, and I've been around a whole lot of guys who have who were convinced they could, who have come back after they couldn't. So, landmine number one: not remaining physically abstinent. Landmine number two: not understanding that that this whole getting better thing is a process. And I'll explain what I mean. The guy will be in active addiction for fifteen years. And what will his expectations of fixing his life? He'll expect to fix his life in 15 days, right? He quits using, apologizes to a few people, and then just thinks it's all good, right? Goes and tells his wife, I'm sorry again. Well, I'm sober. Okay, well, you know, you're not going to fix this thing in 15 days. You probably won't fix it in 15 weeks. It's a process. Successful recovery is a process. And there are eight key areas every guy's got to master. I'm going to talk about those in, in, a, in a minute. But the, the, number one, the number one key area that everybody's got to, every guy's got to master is personal growth. You've got to get better. Successful recovery and successful life because of recovery is all a process, and it begins with the foundation of personal growth. And there's no universal timetable, but I can guarantee you this. When you get better, the world around you is going to get better. Yeah, you know, I, I love to talk about personal, you know, I just mentioned personal growth, personal responsibility. So landmine number two, have an ex, have, don't have an unrealistic expectation about fixing your life. It's a process, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Landmine number three, You've got to learn to accept the percentages. And here's the bottom line truth, guys, that you've got to understand the percentages of men who realize the rewards of long term recovery, it's really low. All are called, few choose to listen, fewer choose to act, fewer choose to persist. Think about that. Few choose to listen. The percentages just went down from all are called. few choose Fewer choose to act. The percentages just went down again. Fewer choose to persist. The percentages just went down again. But here's the thing. Here's the deal with percentages. It doesn't matter whether they're 10% or 0.1%. You've got to take personal responsibility for being in that percent. You are the only one that matters, and if ten thousand people fail and you're successful, guess what? The percentage is really low, but you win. If a hundred guys tried and they all get, they all win, and you're one of the hundred, guess what? The percentages don't matter there either. So just understand. I can remember like it was yesterday. My my counselor asking me uh, when I was in treatment. He said, are you willing to do what it takes to stay clean and sober? I remember that like it was yesterday. When I answered yes, what what does willing to do what it takes mean? That means I'm willing to do anything. I don't care what the percentages are. If I'm willing to do anything, I'm in the percentage that wins. So landmine number three, learn to to accept the percentages, but learn to understand the percentages don't matter. So here's landmine number four, and this is a tough one, because when you're talking about phase one and phase two and and getting into that rebuilding phase, this is a big landmine that you've got to sidestep. That you rebuild the life that was the source of your addiction, the job you hated, the relationship that was crumbling into a pile. you know if the only thing that you do, if you were like me, you know I used to drink myself to sleep, take pills to go to sleep because my 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 company that I was running just absolutely consumed all of my waking and most of my sleeping hours. So when I got clean and sober to think that I was gonna go step right back in to that chaos, sure I was better, but when I got to a place that I realized I man, I'm just I'm not addicted to this I'm not addicted to, to this adrenaline rush in in what I'm doing for a living now. It's time to make some changes. So just be aware that, that this is a huge landmine. It's a, it's, an, it's a struggle for a lot of guys. You rebuild the life that was the source of your addiction. Because if you were unhappy in your life and the only thing that you do is quit quit the addiction, I can promise you, I will guarantee you your life's going to improve. But eventually, that deal's going to run its course. The whole game here if you don't listen to anything else that, that I say in this podcast, whether you're listening live or to a recorded version of it, the whole game is about going out. When I talk about phase, the third phase of recovery, phase number three, creation and life's purpose phase, the whole game here is to learn how to create a life that has no room your active addiction, your relationships, when I talk about the eight key areas that matter, personal growth, your relationships are so awesome that that, that that your negative addiction just doesn't have a place there, you know, you manage your finances, you know, there's eight key areas every guy's got to master, per, it begins with personal growth, relationships, personal finances, physical wellness, mental clarity, nutrition, recreation, spiritual connection, and life's purpose. You want to create a life life that your relationships are so awesome that you don't don't want to go back to active addiction, that you've got enough money, that you manage your finances well enough, that you don't want to go back to active addiction, that your physical health is good. You live a long, happy life. You don't drive yourself crazy. You you pray and meditate and, and be a service to other people. Your mental clarity is good. You nourish the temple that is your body by eating by nutritionally eating food that that that, that makes you the best version of yourself. You take the time to, to rest and, and rejuvenate your body. Do the things, you know, recreation, do the things in life that make it fun. And then understand that when it comes full circle, the spiritual connection, your spiritual connection has always got something to do, and life's purpose has always got something to do with being a service to other people. With other men in recovery, other men in your community, and that all begins when you start learning how to be the best version of yourself. Personal growth is the foundation. This is about you being the best version of you so you can be an example of what successful recovery and a successful life because of recovery means. So that's it for, uh, for the podcast for today. I, uh, I'm glad everybody was here and uh, want to give a great big shout out to my buddy Carson. Today he is one year, 364 days clean and sober. And uh, since it's almost uh, 9 o'clock here in Nashville, Tennessee, I know he's home with his wife and daughter. There's a pretty good chance he uh, he's going to hit that two-year mark, so I'm going to give him a call right and early in the morning. So uh, congratulations to all of you on the chips that you hold. Uh, if you're struggling, man, get with somebody. I know this uh, this pandemic thing is, has been crazy. Reach out, pick up the phone, call somebody. Uh, get the help that you need, but remain uh, Remain true to that first phase of recovery. Physical abstinence um, in your life will, uh, will improve. It's the addition by subtraction phase. Then go back and, and rebuild rebuild the things in your life that you want, get rid of the stuff that you don't, and then go create the life that you were meant to live. Find a purpose for your recovery and a purpose for your life because of your recovery. So that's it for, uh, for me today. This is Powerless to Powerful the number one positive side of addiction podcast, and we are signing off, and we will, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. So well, you can find out more about what we're doing at powerless PowerlessToPowerful.com. So see you later.